Welcome into the Pursuit of Manliness podcast, where we are vigorously equipping men to pursue biblical manliness. On today's show, I get the opportunity to talk with Mike Yarbrough of Wolf and Iron. Wolf and Iron was created to spur men on towards the high calling of manliness through articles which inspire manly thoughts and manly actions. Mike Yarbrough says there is a growing resurgence of masculinity in America and abroad. Men are feeling the high call in our lives, but find very few authentic examples in the modern generations of men to which we can look to for guidance. Wolf and Iron is to be the voice and the light to the way of manliness. On today's show, Mike and I discuss how he was able for quite a while balance full-time work as well as the other side projects that he is involved in. Mike also shows how his wife has investment into what he's doing and how he has incorporated her into the business as well. Now it is time for our show. All right, let's welcome Mike Yarborough to the show. Mike, if you would, um, I, I know just by following you on on social media and your uh, your blog, your iTunes, all that stuff, you got you got a lot of things, a lot of irons on the fire, a lot of movement in your life right now. Would you just would you just start us off by telling us about yourself and then kind of everything you. All these transitions and things you got going on right now. Yeah, no, that's great. I, I do have a lot of things going on, and sometimes it surprises even me. Um, I'm like, what have I gotten myself into <laughs> with the? Uh, so I'm 39 years old. I'm a man. I live in Charlotte. I have a wife. We've been married for 21 years. I have two boys. Uh, one is about to be 18. One is about to be 15. 18 year olds getting ready to head off to college. Going over to Anderson University at South in South Carolina, and uh, I will actually be taking over some of the educational responsibilities of our uh, soon-to-be 15-year-old, so that'll be kind of new for me, uh, and especially scary seeing as how I got my GED and, and stuff like that. But the <laughs> but anyhow, so I take on a number of things, and a couple of those uh, that I'm really passionate about is uh, Wolf and Iron, which is primarily what you're probably going to be talking to me about today on this podcast. But then, the, um, and so Wolf and Iron is a website that is devoted to helping men heed the high call of manful living. And so that's sort of a mouthful. What that means is it's basically helping men pursue what it means to be a man. And we do a lot of talk about, um, I talk a lot about classic values, classic skills and things of that nature. And so there's a lot of old school things that we want to bring forward that we're, le- that we're leaving behind as we progress in terms of technology and the ease of living. Um, uh, the other thing that I do, and I actually do this full-time, is called Rustic and Main, and uh, your listeners can go check it out at rusticandmain.com, like Main Street. And this is actually something that came about uh, about a year and a half, well, actually probably came, the concept came about two years ago, and um, I actually create rings from historic woods and symbolic materials, and so we actually, we have some woods from uh, World War One, World War Two. We weave in things like coffee grounds from the 1950s into ring designs, and so guys that are out there looking for wedding rings, even even ladies, but most of our our styles appeal to men. Um, if you're looking for a wedding ring, anniversary present, something like that, it's a it's a great place to get one. But that's that's what I do full time, and that and my full time journey on that started back uh, this last June, so just about a month and a half ago for me. 
Yeah, I, I know. Again, kind of following you from a distance, you just left a full time employment and made this leap into uh, rustic domain, and, and and then you even mentioned putting a little more of a focus on wolf and iron and stuff. And so, man, I, I didn't mention you know that you homeschool and you guys just a, a lot of things going on. Uh, those are all good things. And so, have you had to say no to some things to make sure you say yes to the right things? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, when I started Wolf and Iron, it was a uh, a side project that was happening during my lunch break at work, and I was writing some articles and stuff like that. And I did that for about two and a half, three years. And, uh, you know, where that, that was basically my mission was just write a few articles a week, get them out there. And I got some traction, and that started going well. As I got into podcasts, I began to take up more time, and that's something I really couldn't do during my lunch break at work. So I had to have a, some time at home to be able to schedule that, which was tough. And so I had to say no to longer lunches initially. I had to say um, yes to earlier mornings to get more stuff done. Um, and so then, especially as I began Rustic in Maine, which was a hands-on, I'm in the garage making stuff, you know, starting this new business from scratch, I had to say no to a lot of things. I had to say no to sleep. Um, but then I had, to say, I had to say no to some good things, which is something that I'm correcting, and one of those was exercise. And so uh, I spent a lot of time while Rustic in Maine was getting off the ground you know, getting up at four o'clock, knocking out a couple of rings, heading off to work, doing some stuff with Wolf and Iron or whatever. I actually have a book that's coming out as well, so I wrote I wrote a book uh, in the last few months. The uh, and then you know back home, family time, you know, schedule some time for Rustic in Maine. But it, it didn't. It began to really push the boundaries of what I was able to do in a day, and it was something that wasn't going to be sustainable. So that actually created some good motivation for me to say, how can I bring this home sooner? And the, you know, the, the part of that was getting a team in place to help help me out with the ring creation, and uh, and I plan on doing the same thing with Wolf and Iron. You know, one of the things um, as as hearing you talk and, and thinking about your your site and, and the way the create the content you create is is really sharp. And when I think of it, and maybe this is intentional, I feel like it might be. It has a Teddy Roosevelt feel. Like this is something Teddy would create while he's on a bison hunting trip or something was that the intent or is that just just happened or what what was your thought i mean was that intentional uh that is the best compliment that i've ever had to be compared <laughs> to, to theodore roosevelt yeah that's awesome uh yeah i'm a big i'm a big fan of theodore roosevelt but i didn't know nearly as much about him when i began wolf and iron as i do now and i've spent a number of um, we've done a number of articles on just uh, you know Theodore Roosevelt's life and just calling out different aspects of his character. And he was a tremendous man, and so that, that's, that's really quite a compliment for me. Um, you know, I, I don't really know where my writing style comes from or that sort of speaking style. My guess is that I was raised by my grandparents, and so I, I grew up in the country. And so I was, I was born in 78, but I grew up through the 80s and 90s, obviously. And I was raised primarily around older people that were – you know, they weren't in Teddy Roosevelt's time, but they were <laughs> part of that old school country country life, you know, simple way of talking, simple way of living and thinking and stuff like that. And so even as I take things like um, some deeper philosophical topics, I'm always trying to boil them down into just sort of those country roots where it's, okay, if I had to explain this to somebody while I was on the bridge, you know, fishing or something like that, how would I do this? And so that's sort of where, where some of those things come from. And I, I don't know... Uh, you know how I think that'll probably evolve over time, but I, I think that's that's most likely where that where that comes from. Man, that's that's cool. Um, you know, one of the things that 
really impressed me about you and, and uh, is how transparent you are in your life, your work. Um, and, and, and be honest, there's been times where there's been good seasons uh, in your life in the last few years uh-huh. that I know of. And, yeah. and there's been moments that have been more challenging seasons. And you've been pretty transparent. Was this um, – were you always this transparent in, in what you were doing? Or was this an intentional decision you made because of, hey, I've been given this opportunity. This is a way to communicate to the guys. Like how did you get to that point? Or is this just part of your upbringing, part of who you are? That's a good question. Um, I've, since I've been an adult, I've been both my wife and I are very transparent, and uh, we've been told this several times by we go to church groups and stuff like that, and, and they'll ask us our life story. We'll tell them a little bit about about that, and then as issues come up, where you know we're very open about those things, and so we've been very transparent. I don't remember knowing that about myself until I became an adult. I I, I have a feeling though that I um, that I probably never really qualify the things that I say sometimes or the, the amount of information that I share. I'm an introvert by nature, so I don't share a lot of stuff, um, you know, typically unless I'm in a, in a sort of a close relationship where I think it's going to benefit somebody. But so I'm not one of those that's going to talk just to talk and, and uh, to get my thoughts out there. But uh, as far as the transparency, I, I find it super valuable naturally when other people are transparent. And so I think there's something inside me that says, if I do the same thing, people are going to value that. They're going to get the most from that. And I don't know why this, when, I, when you asked that question, this image came to my mind. Um, my, my dad, who was an alcoholic, um, he, he played guitar and piano and stuff like that growing up. My parents were divorced, and so I'd only see him during the summer times, uh, usually. And a lot of times he was drunk or, or something like that, and close to, close to it. And, but for some reason, the the thing that, that always really touched me about his um, style of playing music was that he would be just very, he would just pour it all out. You know, if he was playing piano, he would just sing as loud as he wanted to. And I mean, the alcohol probably helped with that song, but you know, he just would put his emotions out there. And I remember watching him play music versus watching the guys on MTV play music and thinking, I'd much rather watch that guy, my dad, play. Yeah because I can see his emotions coming out versus the guys on MTV that are just, you know, playing around. And so I think something about that clicked with me when I was a kid and made me think, you know, this, this thing about being real and, and showing people what it is that you're feeling, letting them into your heart and into your, to that space that we normally would consider very personal. Um, I think that had an impression on me when I was a kid and, um, it's just something that I've, I've valued ever since. Man, I, I know, um, I think it was November of last year. I could be wrong. You had a podcast, and you were kind of given a State of the Union address for your family, just kind of seasons of ministry, yeah. not ministry, marriage, and things you were doing. And uh, and one of the things with what I want to do is is get equip equip men with you know with with tools and resources. And I, I remember sharing that that podcast. I said, "Man, that, boy, that's that's about as authentic as I've ever heard somebody on a podcast giving a hey." It's not all cotton candy and hugs on this end right now. Like we're going through some stuff, and uh, man, I think men can relate to that because we know that's what we're going through. We're just not sure how to communicate it. And and man, I, I, weird time to say. It. I just want to say thanks for doing that. That's encouraging to all of us to hear that stuff and and, and what you're doing. So, yeah, man, absolutely. And I and I'll tell for you and for anybody else who has a message that they're trying to get out there that there's some kind of mission that they're on. Um, you'll hear this a lot from other guys that are way ahead of where we are in this whole space, but that, you know, being yourself, being authentic, getting your family out there, letting people see your life 
is is extremely important, and that's where people connect. And I I, I can't I can't agree with that more. I mean, it absolutely is. And um, just even with Rustic in Maine, we invite people into the shop through some of the um, you know pictures of just who's working today or who's uh, you know what does our, our setup look like. Um, I'll do videos and stuff like that from uh, just me being in the garage. And so, but it's just inviting people in. It's always that inviting people in and letting them see and connect to somebody who's real. And it, it seems kind of strange that we do this through a virtual medium like podcasts or videos. But this is where this is just where we are, and it's the best way to get somebody in your house or in your life. And if you can do that, you can be authentic and, and get over those barriers of like, am I telling too much? Am I showing you know too much of my own life? Get over that stuff and just be real and relate to people. Make it useful. But be real and relate, and I, I think that's that's something that I definitely need to do more of. And I appreciate you you calling that out because every time someone says they that means something to them, obviously that's a, that's an indication that I'm going in the right direction. I mean, I agree. I think uh, <clears throat> I, th- I think we live in a t- we live in a, you know go to your website. You can read some of this, and, and we live in a time where <clears throat> there's a tension of men being men, but also this almost an anti-men movement. And I know with like pursuit of manliness, I'm a pastor at a church. And so I, I talk about, Hey, I'm pro men, but if I'm pro men, that means I am super pro women. Like my wife and my daughters and everybody should be better because of my pursuit of of what God wants me to do. And, and guys like you and other guys who do it well, like we are hopefully have this, um, virtual band of brothers going, Hey man, we're in this together. We're trying to get better. We're fighting for the hearts of our family. One of the things I really like about you, and I know other guys do it too, but you've communicated kind of, um, your wife's involvement with, with these projects and what's going on. Why do you believe this is so important? And maybe how did you get to that point where she was like, I'm in, okay. You know, where you said, okay, cause I know you've showed pictures of like business meetings and things like that. So what does that look like? And how did, maybe how did you get to that decision? Yeah, that's great. That's a great call out. Um, well, let me, let me first talk about that piece that you said about um, how, how there's sort of an anti-man culture. Because sometimes we call it feminism, but if, if we were really involved in feminism, like if, if feminism was really what was happening today, we would see women becoming greater women. We would see them just, you know, excelling in ways and guys would be left behind. But that's not what we see in the culture. What we see in the culture is everybody being torn down. Women don't know how to be women. They're not happy because they can't find a guy out there either, right? Because they still want to be married. Right. They want to have kids. <laughs> they want to have a family. Guys aren't, aren't being built up. They're, they're certainly not learning how to respect women more. They're just becoming confused about what their role is and, and what, you know, how do I even talk to a girl, you know? So what we're seeing is very much, it's, it's anti-man, it's anti-woman. It's very much anti-God. It's, very, it's even anti-natural human interactions. And it's, it's basically a tearing down of, of society so that any kind of garbage can be injected into us. And so that's one of the things that, I'm glad you called it out, because it's one of the things I'm really passionate about, and I'm I'm working hard to combat against that, because I want to see men built up. And and guys, what you'll see is, as you're built up, you'll begin to appreciate and see the feminine qualities of your wife, the naivete of your children. I don't know if that's how you say that word. It sounds fancy. We'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it, but you'll see that you know you begin to distinguish yourself as a man, as a father, as a leader from the roles that your wife does very well and her excellent feminine qualities, and you will appreciate those more because you will see that there's a, a stronger contrast between the two of you and a greater need for her strengths and also your strengths to, to make a family work. And so, and that's one of the things that I've, I'm finding all kinds of stuff out about myself, and 
you know, <laughs> one of the things that I found out is that there's some things I'm just not good at and my wife is excellent at. Absolutely. And one of those things that she's very, very good at is what I would, I would consider just the painful daily operations of business and uh, making sure everything is in line and organized and on, on track. And I can do those things. I don't, that's not my natural gifting. She, she just comes in and does it and she just, she does it excellently. And so with Wolf and Iron, it's been difficult to find a spot where my wife fits in. I think as it grows, there will be places where she's going to be able to help out. Um, I think we're going to probably do a, a local meetup in the next few months here. So maybe she can help organize that. But with Rustic in Maine, there was a very quick need where she could jump in and help out. And, and she, she just does excellently at that. And so um, I, I think that's, you know, I've wanted to uh, commend her for a number of years just as a wife and as a mother and, and, the, and homeschooling and raising the kids. And we've got a number of issues with health and stuff like that that she's been tremendous at. But um, lately it's been easier to showcase her uh, with her involvement with Rustic in Maine and, um, and that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's not every day a guy has a lady that's like, yeah, let's quit your 15-year career and do this, you know, let's go make circles in the garage. That sounds like a good idea. So we, just the fact that she's willing to do that and sees that um, is, is very cool. And it's also the success of Rustic in Maine has made it easier for her to see and get excited about the success of Wolf and Iron. So, yeah. Yeah, obviously – She's seeing it in your life and in your home because in your home, that's that's who you really are. In front of a camera or from a microphone, you could be anybody. But if, if our wives are cheering us on or saying, "Yeah, keep keep doing it," um, man, what a compliment! What a, that's awesome, man. Um, you know, hey, I, I, with Rustic and Maine and Wolf and Iron, I, I believe thousands of men and their families uh, are blessed by what you do, whether it's a wedding ring or it's a, a blog post or whatever it is. Um, and they're learning from you. They're looking up to you. So there's a, there's a high calling, a high responsibility there. My question is for, for you and what you do, who do you, who are some guys that you learn from? Uh, it might be authors or podcasters or whoever, preacher, whatever. Who do you learn from? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, because I have a varied, um, I have a varied business models or whatever you want to call it. You know, Wolf and Iron is podcast is very social media heavy. Rustic in Maine is more of a, a product that we're getting out the door, but it also has the social media qualities, just not as much as, as Wolf and Iron. Uh, there's a lot of different areas that I'm pulling from to get influenced on. Um, I'll tell you the foundational guys that I lean on would be, it wouldn't be business at all actually, um, but they, it's just character driven, truth driven stuff. So I'm very big into apologetics. So C.S. Lewis, um, you know, G.K. Chesterton, those guys would be kind of like my foundational uh, in terms of just understanding how I, helps me to understand how the world works in light of there being a God that I'm, I'm in this story that, that I'm part of. Uh, and then guys like Ravi Zacharias, another uh, apologist, um, that's, if you guys don't know about Ravi, you need to go check him out because, look, this guy, if, if, you, don't, if you don't know what apologetics is, go watch Ravi and he will... <laughs> You know, he will make you love the subject because if you're someone who really wants to think through uh, Christianity and why you believe what you believe and do it from a, a logical standpoint, not just a theological standpoint, um, you're going to love this kind of stuff. So Ravi's good. Um, and then there's a lot of guys that I, that I just sort of follow to see how they kind of do things. Um, there are books that I've read that, that, are, that are, you know, uh, everything from the power of habit to... I don't know, anything that are just typical kind of success, make it, 
in the market kind of books. But then there are guys that I just sort of follow along with to see how are they kind of doing this whole social media thing and how are they making money and, and that kind of stuff. So obviously Art of Manliness is a big one. So I follow Brett McKay and kind of what he's doing with Art of Manliness and what his system is. Um, if they're, And his system is going to actually look very different than my system because he's just got he's got massive traffic and I'm probably not going to have that in the same way with Wolf and Iron. I'm going to have, I'm going to have some different elements that actually, you know, different ways of bringing in money. Um, uh, Ryan Mickler with Order of Man. Ryan, I've been following him for really since he was just it popped up on Instagram and I've seen his business take off and he's got a really great model there. And he, one of the things that he does very, very well is networking with other guys. And so those are just some of the things that I, that I kind of, there's a lot more than that. Um, there are other podcasts that I follow, but they're, they're everything. Dale Partridge, I listen to his stuff. Um, I'm, I'm really big into uh, a lot of stuff that Stephen Mansfield is doing right now. Um, and so a lot of guys out there doing, doing things and it's really just helping me, helping me along everything from the business aspects to the character aspects. Man, that's good. And I would say the reason why I'm standing here today, one of the reasons uh, for, for doing this podcast is you had an Instagram post uh, probably two years ago. I'm, I'm totally guessing on this, um, where you had a picture of a headset and a microphone. And you said something about starting podcasting. I had no clue how to do this. And I'm an introvert as well. And they'd make me throw up just thinking about getting in front of a camera. Or my, I preach every weekend, but I spend all week getting ready for that. This, I, no way. And so um, you shared that, I think. Like you, and I remember showing my wife on the way to St. Louis one day. I'm like, hey, man, if this is what the equipment is, I went on Amazon. Thank thank you for doing Like I watch you and, and, and other guys as well. But I was like... That's what it takes, and I still don't have it figured out. But you're one of the anchors of why I'm even standing yeah. here right now, talking to you, ironically. So that's very cool, and uh, that's that's exactly the kind of thing that I hope that this. And when I share those little insights about here's what I'm doing, it doesn't have to be fancy. I hope that that helps guys, you know, say, "Oh, if that's what it is. I can do that, right?" And I think a lot of guys see that, even with with the success of Rustic in Maine, people come and say. You sell rings and you do that full time, really? You know, it's, it's sort of surprising. One that I do it, I think, and two that it just that it works. That, that you can actually have a business model off of you know making circles in your garage and selling those worldwide. You Absolutely, man. I think, you know, you have, it, it, when you talk about rings in your garage or circles in your garage, I would say if, if somebody hasn't checked out Rustic and Main, you really have to. It's it's intriguing. You share uh, wood that people send to you. I've seen that online and, and, hey, this guy sent me this or whatever. And, man, just it, totally impressed with that. So when you look at Rustic and Main, Wolf and Iron, and even yourself, um, is there a message or, or something you hope people pick up on when they read something of yours or listen to you or just interact with an extension of who you are? Is there a constant theme that you hope they, they, they recognize or pick up on? Yeah, you know, every time I, I do a post of some kind, 
obviously if it's a video, I want them to, to pick up on the, ask, the the thing that I'm talking about in that video. If I, if I do an article, I want them to, to understand that whatever that article is about, podcasts, the same way. But behind that is always this element of wanting people to see a genuine man living life um, to the best visibility through God's grace, uh, just living out life in, in just a genuine way, not a perfect way, but just genuine. And, you know, I don't want to elevate myself as this, I got it all figured out because I don't. It's, it's really just, you know, how many of us have the guy in their life that they can look at and go, I want to be maybe not 100% like that guy, but I want to be a lot like that guy. That guy has some qualities that I really want to have in my life. And we don't get a chance to see that because we're, we're all too busy. We've got, you know, there's, there's fatherless homes and we don't connect with people like we used to. And so, and guys just don't even get together like we used to. I mean, we don't even have the, the typical guys clubs where guys just get together and, you know, um, fraternities and that kind of stuff. So we, we, don't, we miss out on that. And, and so really, sort of the, the underlying thing that I want people to see is, here's a man who loves God, loves his family, and is taking his small slice of life, sharing that with other people to help make a difference. And he's doing it in a very genuine and sort of authentic way. And, uh, and that would be it, really. And it's not to say, you know, the, the success, I want people to see, to see that and be inspired. Um, you know, I want people to hear the podcast and go, that's really high quality. How can I do something similar? Those are, that's great. But at the end of the day, the underlying thing really is just a genuine guy that's trying to live um, and better himself. Yeah, I think that's great. And, and you're doing it in a beautiful part of the country as well. So, uh, <laughs> so Mike, you know, we, we, you know, we have about thir- we we have about a thirty minute podcast, and you know, you come in contact with guys. You ma- named a few. Um, one of the things I'm always intrigued by is um, you might get thirty minutes with someone, you might get thirty seconds, but man, if you can find out what they're reading, you get about three hours. You know, you get like I get to an idea of how you think. So, have you read any books recently, or are you reading a book right now that you'd like to share with our guys and say, hey, this is something you might want to consider or pick up? Yeah. Yeah, so what I'm reading right now, and, and it's a good book, um, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, that's a good one to, to check out because you're going to read that and you're going to be inspired by the lives of, uh, of other men who have gone before us. Um, that's very good. Um, anything by C.S. Lewis, Mere Christianity, I would say read that. If you're, you know, if you're already, well, you should just read it. <laughs> no, you don't need to read it, just go read it. Um, uh, I would say uh, The Power of Habit's been good. I read that a little while back. Um, um, start with why. That was good in terms of just understanding why it is that you're doing something and having that always be the focus of your business. Whatever it is, you're doing a podcast, you're doing a, a rustic and main type of thing, you know, Etsy store, whatever it is. Why are you doing that? Not what are you making, but why are you doing that? What's the bigger purpose? What's the bigger goal there behind everything? And um, so those are the things. Obviously, you got to get into Scripture. Uh, Proverbs, if you're, you know, short on time, just say, I'm going to read three or four Proverbs a day, and I'm just going to meditate on those. I'm going to write them down and, uh, and have them in front of me. Um, and I think that, you know, those are, there's so many things, really. I, I kind of bounce back and forth. I, since I'm in the garage a lot, I do a lot of audio, audio books from Audible. Nice. And so I, I'll burn through a book, in, you know, in a week or so. And then, uh, and so I'm always taking in new information, and it's always something either historical. Um, I love Wendell Berry, so if you get a chance to go and check out his stuff, anything by Wendell Berry is just great. Go and read it. Um, C.S. Lewis, same thing, you know. So there's there's just a tremendous 
there's a tremendous volume of things out there that all contribute to building up something that you're that you're involved in. So either your character or your business. And you know, you don't have to read a book on business to become better at business. You know, that that's not really how it always works. Sometimes we sort of flank these things and come up, come about them in a different direction. And a lot of a lot of what we do in business is just being inspired to do the next thing or just seeing a efficiency in yourself that you can that you can fix. And that doesn't necessarily um, come from a business book. That's not going to be how to manage employees. That may be more of a book on, you know, that's a father and son type of story or something like that. And you just you get inspired, your heart gets full, and you're just ready to go and, and tackle it. I mean, that's good. I appreciate you sharing all those. I know, um, man, especially audio books, those are – I know somebody shared recently on it. There's some libraries that let you do it for free. So, man, you could constantly be learning, constantly be growing. Um, hey, you got you got a lot going on. You got yourself. You got Rustic and Maine and Wolf and Iron. And so if somebody's listening right now or maybe for some reason hasn't heard of you or what you do, uh, what are the best ways to get in contact with you and what you're doing? Yeah, so uh, I'm pretty easy to get in touch with. You can go to wolfandiron.com. And at the bottom of the page, there is a contact form. So if you want to reach out to me there, it's a good, good place to do it. You'll get a chance to see the site, see what I'm about. Uh, it also has links to the podcast, the Facebook page, and all that kind of stuff. If you're interested in the rings, rusticandmain.com. So uh, Main as in Main Street, M-A-I-N. And, uh, and also contact form on there. You can reach out to me. And, um, yeah, it's probably the best way. Uh, don't call me. I'm not going to give out my phone number. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, email's good, so, yeah, I'll stick with that for yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, the other thing, and we didn't touch on it, and, and uh, but is uh, the story behind Wolf and Iron. And I think people need to read yeah. that and see that. It's really cool, and um, I didn't want to take more of your time, but, man, I think that's really neat how that how that came about. So, um, yeah. Well, Mike, yeah, I, and, and just, just to give, like, just a quick, you know, uh, just a brief kind of like, you know, wet your whistle on the story of Wolf and Iron. Uh, it came about basically by, I overheard some guy say the words Wolf and Iron, and I had no idea what they were talking about. I wasn't even sure if I heard them correctly, but um, it kind of spawned. It was really, I was just leaving church one day. Two guys were in the back talking, and they, they said those words, and I went and I said, that just sounds really manly. i got to do something with that. And that's sort of, that's really where it came from. And so my heart was looking for something to do. I didn't really know what it was going to be. And so there's more to the story than that. You can go to wolfandiron.com and check it out. But that's really, that was sort of the catalyst there. It's weird how God, how God works in just a, just the drop of a couple of words. And, and then, it, you know, something just completely uh, changes your life. And they got to see the picture of you standing next to a pile of wood, you know, when they read the article, so, <laughs> which is really manly. Right, yeah, that's but. always good. <laughs> Very manly. Well, Mike, I can't thank you enough for, for taking time. You're uh, great to, to work with and talk to and stuff. And, uh, man, I just appreciate you being on here, and we just hope that this is a, another opportunity to equip men to pursue biblical manliness. So thank you, man, for doing this. Absolutely, and let me commend you as well, because you and I talked over Instagram, I think, a few, probably a few months ago now, and you've just been killing it out there. There's a, there's a lot of guys, a lot of things coming out there. Um, I pretty much, I primarily see your stuff coming through Instagram for whatever reason. That's just where we we cross yeah. uh, cross paths. And uh, but you just got there's a lot of a lot of just uh, posts out there that are just blessings in terms of just um, quotes from the scripture, quotes from other guys, and they just hit home. So thanks for doing that. It's great to see you see you taking this seriously and uh, and seeing it take off. Thanks, man. That 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 means a lot. So I I appreciate that.
Man, once again, thank you for listening to this podcast. It was just uh, an honor and blessing to have Mike Yarborough uh, on. Uh, again, you can connect with him at wolfandiron.com, and uh, that's where you'll find kind of that manly content. He was talking about his podcast, his blogs, things like that. And then he has rusticandmain.com. Uh, this is a website where they, they, they make rings, and, man, it, they're just remarkable, high-quality stuff. Love for you guys to check that out. Uh, thanks for checking us out. We're on iTunes and YouTube uh, now where you can listen to our podcast. And uh, we also have a Buzzsprout link. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we're everywhere but MySpace probably right now. So um, you can check us out mostly at thepursuitofmanliness.com or all those social media places where we're at Pursue Manliness. Uh, we also have a Facebook group. It's a closed group of guys. It's been great for guys who are kind of feeling like you're that lone ranger. You're looking for a band of brothers, but you, you just don't have it yet. Uh, it's a place where we uh, connect, um, share content there that we maybe don't share in other places. And uh, guys, are just it's it's cool to see what God's doing. So we'd love for you guys to check that out, and uh, just hope that you keep pursuing manliness.